if you're seeing our faces right now, that means we're still alive. And every week, we don't know, right? We come back and we do know because the team of destiny, that's what destiny means. But every week we come back and we have this podcast, we have this conversation, you know, before the games are played and the games are played and we come back and we've won. That's what happens every single week. It's going to happen six more weeks. There's six more games, right? Including the, the Christmas. And then that's going to be mm-hmm. how it goes. Hopefully we don't even need six. I mean, hopefully we win after say four. If, if the others make that far. Yeah, that's up to them. You know, that's their problem. Yeah, so we won last week. We had the Eagles. The Eagles weren't the biggest point spread on the board. In fact, it went down to five and a half when the, uh, the Giga Chad uh, Gardner Minshew took over and balled out. The That's the only, that thing we, only thing we can complain about is that that news didn't come out sooner and us have stayed on them. I would have definitely, I was, uh, we were both agreed against the Vikings, but I would have, uh, and then we didn't have the Dolphins. I would have just given you a harder time about us not having the Dolphins. But um, uh, yeah, because there were still 10 people on. You're going to give me a hard time about us not having the Dolphins when we would have yeah, lost no, on the Saints no, or Cowboys yeah, and not even been right, here. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, that was that week. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyway, so that worked out well. Minshew was awesome. I am, I'm a nerd, and I, I almost sent this to you, but I'm like, he doesn't even give a shit, so I'm not going to. But um, when evaluating quarterbacks, like the, the really, truly nerdiest, I can figure out ways to combine CPOE with EPA. So like uh, you know, how, how, how accurate you are, but also it contributes to, like it would factor in Jalen Hurts' legs because his extra, uh, expected points added. Long story short, out of 180 quarterbacks of the last five years, um, according to that stat, Hurts and Minshew were ranked back-to-back. You can't make it up. Like it couldn't make it up. It was like 66 and 67. So I'm like, I calmed down after I read, I'm like, literally we're getting the same, the same type of quarterback performance. It just may come differently. I calmed down and um, uh, yeah. And it turned out, dude, immediately down six, nothing immediately though. I mean, I love that kicker missing two extra points, but I was like, that may end up hurting us because the jets are going to be forced to go for it on fourth. And they did end up scoring, but Minshew was awesome. He was like, just, just lighting it up. And it was, it was awesome. No mistakes. Goddard. Goddard. Yeah. Yeah. Goddard. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was an amazing thing, man. It really was beautiful thing. So yeah. Eagles were fun. And now it's back to business. I started getting sick to my stomach on Saturday this week list. It's starting earlier. The, the, like, you know, I mean, this is, it's almost, I said, it's almost unbearable. I'm almost ready to say it is unbearable. How, how are you handling this? I was totally calm and cool. I mean, I had Sasha come in. I made Sasha watch with me because she's my good luck charm. So she, I make her sit. And then I actually blamed her at one point because she was standing up. And I said, sit, sit before the play. And she was standing up and the play went badly. And I was like, you needed to sit. And I was like, I'm going crazy here. This is totally bananas. She's like, it doesn't matter if I'm sitting. She like totally told me off. No, so but uh, I was like, well, I mean, Zach don't... Wilson had three touchdowns in the first 20 minutes. Zach Wilson of all people. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. Elijah Moore looks so would, good but... out there, but yeah. He looks good, but uh, he's hurt now, unfortunately, because yeah, I need I him in my uh, prime time. Actually, I, I'm okay. I'm going to win that league. And I'm 100 points up, 102 points up, seven grand. So that's, and then I'm in the big thing. I'm 19th overall right now. It's but, a big loss. I had him ranked as my seventh receiver this week. I was locked into DFS. I mean, against a Saints team that shuts down the run. Corey Davis is out. And yeah. you look at the, the air yard share of the last month, five weeks, it's like him and Justin Jefferson. Like, I mean, right. it's, but, that's a big but loss. But he's not, he's not out yet. He's just questioning. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Okay. That hurt his quad there. But um, anyway, anyway so, so do you want to talk Survivor this week? Well, I wanted wait, to do wait, it wait, backstage. Wait, 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 wait. Slow down. Yeah. Slow down. Okay. Calm down. Um, Calm down. You, you, Hey, you will, uh, you know, you, you, you'll, I can excuse the fact that you're 250 yeah. K. Yeah. Yeah. What, what I'm trying to say is I, I, I meant to say, so I was acting a little crazy with Sasha making her sit, but I was not really stressed about this. A, we agreed on it, right? It wasn't like I just put myself mm-hmm. out there and then put my other 3000 on the line and you know, gratuitously on the Falcons of all teams. We were both on the Eagles. I, I felt the Eagles were going to win. My friend who I hadn't talked to in two years, my friend Claudio calls me. I had talked to him two years. He calls me. He says, yeah, sorry, Mr. Birthday. We, we usually call each other birthdays. He said, uh, he said, I had this dream and, and I was listening to Pink Floyd when I went to sleep and I had this dream and I thought of you. And uh, so I figured I'd give you a call. And then I told him about the pool and where we were. And he said, you know what? The next day he texted me, he said, you know what? I think I was listening to the song Have a Cigar by Pink Floyd. And I told him I was smoking Cuban cigars here in Portugal. And he said, I think it's a good omen. And if you look at the lyrics to have a cigar, it's come on here, dear boy, have a cigar. You're going to go far. You're going to fly high. You're never going to die. You know, that's the lyrics of the song. And, uh, you know, in riding the gravy, he's like, keep riding the gravy train. He texted me. I knew. I knew for a fact. Every sign was right. I knew the Eagles right away that week. You agreed right away. 
Oscar didn't tell me anything otherwise. I was walking, I was walking Oscar. I was trying to, is Eagles, Vikings, you know, what are we going to do? I wasn't worried about Minshew at all. Not one bit. Minshew stepped in uh, when uh, Foles was bad a couple years ago, and he was perfectly fine right away, cold. And everybody said he was a, a ridiculously competitive type of guy, not a guy to shrink from the moment. That's the uh, reason uh, supposedly Urban Meyer traded him. He's like too much of an alpha for him to handle. Gave him away for a six-round pick. I, before the pregame, he was, he was teammates. He was getting them all excited. Yeah, I was with you. I, I was calm about he's, that. He's, that he was, and he didn't make a single mistake. You know, not I, only By the time play. that was announced, I was more worried I was going to wake up that morning and hear that, oh, Hertz is going to try to fight through it. I was legitimately yeah. at that point, I was like, no, 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 no. I, I would rather minch you. Oh, totally. I, I, a compromise hurts would have been a disaster. Yeah. I was calm. I, I believed. And even after that nice. return and, and they got up, the fact that Eagles scored right away, I was like, okay, the Jets defense isn't showing up. And it was 18-14, and it was 21-18, and it was 24-18. I was cool. I mean, you know, of course, anything can happen, whatever. But the Eagles were in control of that game. I felt good about it. And, uh, and then the Vikings, you know, and you had golf in your other, you had golf in another league you were debated and you're like, no, no, it stands for go off. I'm like, yeah. okay, all right. And then I asked I you, had, Ryan or golf? Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'll go with golf because it, yeah. it's a contraction of go yeah. off. And he did yeah. go off. And then that last NFC player good. of the week, NFC player of the week. It's revealed yeah. he played through the flu. I was in a, a $5,200 survivor pool with me and one other person and, and the Vikings knocked him out. Uh, so yeah, it was sick. I had the dolphins in that one, but, uh, uh, but yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So it was good for us. Lost five down to, that was like five doesn't sound like a lot, but it was like 17.8% of our pool. That's so, a big, yeah. look, five is big. That's all I want to say. I didn't want to me to cut you off. I'm excited. Also, I just want to say like, I was cool last week. I was very stressed in the Atlanta game, unduly stressed given how not close it really was, but this one, I was cool. And I, I, I feel good about this one too. If we agree, depending, I and mean, we should talk about what we're going to do. But I, already, I, I earmarked Denver for this week for a while back. I told you that in week three, when I made us take the Ravens instead of Denver, who won 35 to nothing, no problem over the Jets, and the Ravens, you know, we, the rest is history, it created the team of destiny, the Ravens, with that Lamar Jackson 4th and 19 to Sammy Watkins, the non-call on, on the delay of game, and then the Tucker crossbar field goal, team of destiny is born, right? And... What did that mean? It meant we used the Ravens. We didn't use Denver. We lost 10 years of our lives. The other people in Denver didn't have a sweat. But then we have Denver. They have the Ravens. Now, does that matter? Ravens are a better team than Denver. But could it help us because we're out of phase with the pool? Well, here we are, week 14, and Denver hosts the Lions. Now, the Lions with golf healthy now. I think even Rufus acknowledges they're no longer the doormat of the league. They're not the Texans or the, or the Jaguars right now. Uh, they may be the fourth worst team in the league. They might be better than the Giants even right now. But they came off their first win. They're so excited on the last play. Beautiful. They're trapped in last week. They got it off their back. The desperation's gone. What do they do? They got to go to Denver, mile high, where there's a real home field advantage. Above and beyond that, golf in the cold, <laughs> that doesn't go well. Uh, the Vic Fangio defense, Denver's a bully. They lose to the KC. They lose to the good teams, although they did beat up Dallas. They usually just smoke. They smoke the Jets at home. This is a, this is a bully uh, situation. Javante Williams is a stud. Uh, Bridgewater just needs to be a caretaker. The defense can take care of it. Uh, Denver's coming off a loss. They're 6-6. Six and six. They need the game, obviously. They, they can't lose this game. Perfect setup. So I was like, this is Denver. Denver's the team already. But then I saw the lines come out. I'm like, holy crap, the Chargers are a bigger line. The Seahawks are the same line. And Tennessee is a bigger line. And that's actually starting to move a little bit. Denver's going up to nine, nine and a half, which I don't know why it started at eight. That was a bad line. I made the line 14 uh, when I made the lines. So maybe I'm just, you know, drunk on the, on the team of destiny stuff. But mm -hmm. um, anyway, so that was, that was the thing. And I, and I, I don't want to just jump into it and say it has to be Denver because we said it was Denver. That's not good process. We need to consider everything. So give me your thoughts. Also, full uh, to, to admit it, I wanted to talk about some of this stuff backstage, and you're like, no, 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 we're saving all of this for the pod. So, uh, yeah, we're, just, we're not keeping anything close to the vest here. So We can uh, change so our mind. I mean, yeah, you know, this, this yeah. is for the public, and people like this, and they enjoy it. <laughs> no doubt. But, you and know, no, we got to keep it, the same vibe. No, it's if cool. You're, and and, and if, you're content, if you're one of our competitors, you know, mm -hmm. you may as well just fold now. It's Team of Destiny you're dealing with, right? And B, in the last minute, if you and I, if an injury or a COVID thing happens, I mean, we'll switch on a dime. I mean, you know, you want to rely on something that we said on Wednesday, knock yourself out. You know, we have our plan. We're thinking about it. We may change our mind. There's new information. So, you know, when totally. it locks, no, when it locks, we'll announce it. Obviously, what we, you know, then, then it's public, but. 
So we have four options as far as I can see that, you know, four teams favored by more than a touchdown available to us. Uh, Seattle, I'll throw out immediately. Uh, I made the Texans my best bet of the week. I think, I mean, Texans might win that. I mean, I might. No, like no interest until I see a real, until I see a real Russell Wilson. I have no interest of them on the road. No interest at all. It's a bad setup. Houston plays deep pass defense really, really well. What's Seattle going to run? I mean, it's going right. to be all Adrian Peter. No, I think Houston's going to win that game, actually. Okay. Seattle be great. Off I, I hope everybody has Seattle game. left. Everybody yeah. hasn't left. So, so I definitely avoid that one. So, yes, I was with you. I love the setup with Denver. I know that you had them earmarked. But, I mean, D- Detroit winning its first game on a last second with a celebration – um and and denver losing you know a tough a tough game uh, i don't love the night game whatever but they're relatively seemingly healthy um acknowledging that i guess bradley chubb may have left practice today and he was like been a big factor there and Derek, jared goff is playing well but they're going through a flu bug there that's probably why the spread's moving outdoors as you said um really slow place uh, denver team which could work both ways i said that that's uh you know uh, I didn't like that against Dallas earlier. You know, anyway, it's fewer possessions means upset more likely. But I like the setup here with Denver for sure. But then again, you're right. These other spreads are so big. I was willing to listen to others. Um, but looking looking ahead, okay, so the Chargers, man, if it's Jake from State Farm starting. For one thing, I actually talked myself into him more over Glennon. But the more I look into it, Definitely. I guess it was, he was signed recently, though, I guess. And even he's admitting like it's learning a new language or something. So I, I don't know about that. But weird situation with the Chargers going through COVID outbreak yep. big time. Yep. Their entire team, and I just heard this, make of it what you will, but they play the Chiefs on Thursday night if there's a look ahead and they're coming off a big win on the Bengals. So I don't love the Char- Chargers are so inconsistent. One good game, one terrible yeah. game. You got COVID problems. The Giants. The Giants uh, play t- well. Even last week, they're like defense showed up, right? Their defense Their keeps defense showing up. Is good. Right? Back Their to defense back is week. good. Yeah. And yeah. the Giants have a player, and he's still questionable, named Saquon Barkley, and the Chargers don't stop the run. Now, Barkley hasn't been himself since the Saints game. Yeah, Barkley may not even play now, yeah. I mean, it's an uh, it could be really but if they if, if Barkley plays, that's like that's pretty big. And the Giants will hand it off more. And, and based on the, the team they're playing and the quarterback they have, they're not going to be, you know, going into the uh, the Chargers strength. Doesn't matter. I don't really think the Giants are going to win this game. I would love right, to see right. it. I would absolutely right. it would be incredible. I it's my team. They've won me four Super Bowls. Now you now you win me six mil. It's just the greatest thing of all time. But I'm not saying they're gonna win. I'm just saying that, you know, the line is now nine and a half. It's starting to, you know, creep toward the Broncos line. And two, you know, nine and a half is a 20% per Vegas. Like you would never, if you thought, oh, there's no way the Giants can win, then go put your life savings on the Chargers in Vegas. You're not going to do that because you know the, the Giants can win. So, and I think we're going to pot odds because uh, out of the out of the 23 people, I think 20 have and the Chargers. 10, and only 10 have Denver. Right. 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 So it's pot yeah. odds. It's the game we like better. The setup is better. The COVID problem that's going on with San Diego, yeah. with Los Angeles, they have no home field advantage, really. Yeah, the Eck- Giants coming off a loss. They're coming off a big win to, yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, I okay. mean, and even though I just said that Houston is a live dog this week and Davis, Detective Davis Mills actually has crazy home road splits. Uh, I know Rufus poo-pooed the Brady stuff, but um, whatever. I don't know. Maybe a rookie, it would matter. But his home road splits are like comically uh, split. Um, anyway, week 16, uh, the Chargers right now are the biggest favorite at Houston, Houston. At Houston, I know exactly. And, exactly. And hold on, I'm going to go one even further for you, yeah. Liz. Uh, another option that week is Atlanta at home against Detroit. We're the only people of the 23 who use Atlanta, so 22 people have Atlanta that week, and you know they might be the second biggest favorite. W right now. So, W number two and for Detroit Houston, and that Houston uh, the week before they're they're facing Jacksonville. So like, hopefully Houston's even coming off a win when they face right. Uh, so the so the, so the Chargers at at Houston is like minus six or something. It's and nine and, and a minus, half right now. Right. I mean, it's one, but I'm it goes down at. to seven yeah. or something, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and that Atlanta, but Atlanta is not going to be more than like a. Four it's or five, right but people, shoulder. but people might be like, you know, we're going to use the Chargers, uh, and so the Titans are another option, obviously over Jacksonville. Yeah, okay, but, so I'm going to go there. Yeah, right, right. They're 100. percent They are, but they're so they're coming off a they, bye. They, though, lost, and- they lost to Houston, so I mean that's crazy. I think I I actually picked the Titans to cover, but if they don't cover, all bets are off. And secondly, the Titans play the Niners on Christmas, and I just think you know the, the Niners actually are. Uh, if we end up using the Titans in Christmas. There is like week 16, the, uh, the Niners have a good game. I, I was looking at them later too, but I, that's not going to influence my Christmas. We're going to have to just get that one right, no matter what. We just have to get that right. And then whatever's left, whether it's Tennessee or the Niners, they'll be available to us. But the point is that I don't think people are going to take Tennessee very much this week. And I don't think people, 
Uh, I think people might take the Chargers if you don't have Denver. And plus, the Chargers are the biggest line on the board besides Green Bay. There's people who have Green Bay, by the way, but I think they're saving Green Bay for. I think some people may take Tennessee because the people that have Green Bay are going to save Green Bay for Christmas because they host the Browns. That's the best game. And then they're going to leave ten, and then they'll use Tennessee this week if they're saving Green Bay for that game. But you know, if Rogers' toe acts up or something, you might want they might be saving both for Christmas. So. I think the Chargers will be the highest owned. I think Seattle will get, I think it'll be like, there's 23. I think there'll be like eight Chargers, like five or six Seattle, uh, a, a handful of Tennessee, and a few, uh, four or five Broncos. But the, the, the Broncos just, it could be the highest also because the Broncos don't have any usable game after this. So anybody who has the Broncos mm -hmm. is right. going to be tempted to use them. So it could be 10 out of yep. the 23 on the Broncos. That is a risk. And I highly, I highly doubt that Bourbon Meyer can get it together and win this game. And Tennessee did actually impressively run the ball in New England and during that loss. Before. Right. But coming off the bye, that's been our strategy that sometimes teams come out slow there. And Jacksonville can defend the run kind of well. And I don't know if Julio Jones is going to even play. And they got back uh, Shaquille Griffin. I guess he kind of matters in the corner back for Jacksonville. And they've already... Uh, Tennessee whooped Jacksonville this year. I like kind of rematches in divisional games. I don't know, things in that, but I've kind of really, maybe I'm stretching here, but my, my more important point with uh, Tennessee um, is uh, not only our option against my Niners on Thursday night, but they, they're maybe the best option in week 18 against the Texans. Honestly, don't worry about are. week 18. Okay. You know, I'm just you telling you. Okay. Week 18, right. there's going to be teams that have locked up their Yeah, shoes. so much will change, no doubt. But they're going to we... be fighting for, for, for death, and they're like the biggest. I'm just saying. I'm just okay. saying. But, but, what, yeah. What I, yeah, what I think is week 18, there will be a double-digit favorite on a quitting team available to us, most likely. I take it back. Buffalo's the biggest favorite right now against the Jets at 17 points. Right. But so much will change. Yeah, so much. Yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo may be locked, yeah. maybe locked right. into a four seed and, and right. resting everybody. So uh, we don't, no one has Buffalo left anyway, which is funny. Uh, they're totally used up. I'm, I'm trying to look at the, uh, the chart and see who has Denver available and what else they have available because that I'll have to do that work that I do yeah. every week yeah. before we finalize it. I don't think it'll change my mind, but, but the people who have Denver available. Um, I mean, it's the fact that everyone has Tennessee. Oh, you're looking at, uh, yeah, Green Bay. So the, um, ooh, I'll tell you right now, two people that have Denver available don't have Green Bay. Yeah, the top two. And, yeah. and so like those guys, like, and they don't have the Chargers either, one of them, and he doesn't have the, uh, so, but he could take Seattle though. I mean, everybody has Seattle. That's yeah. the other thing. Like yeah. Seattle, they could be like, when am I going to use Seattle except this week? So they may use Seattle. Green, Green Bay would be a comfortable one to have this week. They're going to. But nobody who has Green Bay is not saving. Okay, there's, there's a couple things of which I'm sure. The people who have the Chiefs, which is another usable one, are saving them for that last day. They, there's no way they're saving them for the, the extra they bonus. Save them this far or Tampa too. too. Yeah, and some Tampa. real men out there trying to go for the bonus. Kind of greedy, greedy men. Yeah, yeah. You're like you got a team of destiny, and you're still trying to go for the bonus. Okay. Yeah. So, th so there's those are like not going to get used. And then I think if you save Green Bay this long, which is just unbelievable to me, then uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's for the Christmas game, which is legitimate because it's the best. I would rather have Green Bay than have to agonize over this Niners Titans game. So, well, that's what I was going to say. We're going to, if we're lucky enough to win this week, uh, in my opinion, we're going to have to choose between Niners and Cardinals for the next two picks. Yeah. Yeah. The next two. Yeah. Picks. Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, so week 15, I'll probably take the Cardinals at Detroit probably. I, and I'm hoping the Rams beat the Cardinals, get that third loss out of the way now so that it's, you know, they're focused and they're kind of desperate. I, yeah, I really in my want opinion, to what happens before then will help clear this but continue sorry yeah yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah i'm hoping like the rams rams beat the cardinals and then the cardinals go and smoke the lions but i i think and you know we'll see because things will change there'll be injuries and, and things you know i'll be looking at something else for week 15 but my belief is that we're going to do exactly what we did with dallas on thanksgiving we're going to burn the cardinals who are going to be you know the big favorite that people have left because more people have the cardinals than the packers and then we're going to just deal with the Titans Niners yeah, or, or yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm open to that, but, but please be very open to this too. Uh, hopefully our, our Broncos slam the lions this week. So the lions are, you know, at home the next week against that Arizona team. And instead, if my Niners lose again to the Bengals, they're going home to face the Falcons. I mean, that could look pretty enticing. And then, uh, I mean, Arizona is the biggest favorite against that, that, that Colts team right now, four and a half points. So I'm just saying that is uh, that is definitely something we need to keep open. Yeah, but I think the pot odds, I think it's going to be just like Dallas. The Raiders were, Dallas was by far the best play on Thanksgiving Day, points wise. Oh, I'm aware, be, I know, I'm aware of all that stuff. I understand yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. I know, I'm looking at everything, these three I games. Mean, though, I'm not, I, I, I won't burn the Cardinals unless we think it's the best one. I'm not going to burn them in advance, but 
if we think the Cardinals at Detroit is way better than the Niners hosting the Falcons, yeah, then we're going to burn them and we're going to yeah. deal. We're going to do exactly. Sure. We're going to do the same sure. game That's plan. fair. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah understood. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But yeah. if we yeah. think that you know, for some reason, if Murray gets hurt again and we're like, eh, this Cardinals is kind of shaky, then we're not. All right. So do if it. we go down, if we go down this week, at least we're going down together, hundred percent. So yeah, we're so. not, dude. It's the team of destiny. I don't understand yeah. why. Oh, that's, that other, word... that's the other thing I was going to tell you backstage too. Like I was pretty confident in Minshew too last week, but my text back to you may not be. I'm full blown, uh, whatever the uh, thinking, pessimistic, and hope of an optimistic outcome mode myself. Uh, reverse jinx mode. Um, yeah. I, I need to go back to, to old school uh, issues I had as a child. I need to see therapy. My my old school like uh, being very very superstitious. I'm very yeah. very superstitious. Yeah. Bad habits from when I was a child is coming back because of this stupid thing we're doing. So that let. I mean, that's that's part of me just so you know i'm the uh, the the person who's uh that's that's my attitude toward you just that that's why i'm like mr negative if it come across that way it's just sorry it's just it's just issues all right that's a good uh spot to pause for our advertisers and give them a minute give you a minute too all right i hope you enjoyed that as much as we did that's fine. I mean, you do do what you need to do to uh, to survive this uh, situation. That's fine. I don't okay. have a problem. Okay, fair. Okay, for fair. me, yeah, for no, me, no, yeah. for me, oh, it's... Yeah, and I want to give you props too. You, you texted me that that the whole story about your friend um, and uh, was it Pink Floyd and the cigar yeah. and all that. But I was like at, at, at Mason's basketball thing. So sorry to properly respond and time in and proper respect to that. I, I appreciated that whole story and you typing out all that, all the song and everything. I loved that. And I'm, I'm yeah, no, this is great. And we, to be Dude. clear, we are back and forth talking to each other like never before though on these, during these games. And it's pretty, uh, pretty funny. The live stream people want, I, I, that's what I'm, this is what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm, I'm it's bad. We have to send the kids out of the house uh, to go to Gaga's house. Um, it's a big old procedure and this is, yeah, no, I mean, this is bad. Like live stream. I don't know how much money it would cost for people to, to reveal how, how, how bad I, I mean, it's, it's bad. Well, it's, it's also I would have to calm myself down because I'm doing weird things that Sasha's like giving me looks like she's like, I'll do some crazy, I'll make some crazy sounds, you know, crazy cheering sounds. And she'll be like, you're such a weirdo. Like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. like, you don't, you don't realize they just got a first down. That was on fourth down that reversal of that, uh, of that, uh, spot oh, challenge that, that, dude, never, that happens. never happened that never happened i was like oh dude that's a waste of, i was like that's a waste of a challenge you shouldn't have done that and they get the reverse they don't even up. measure not only that i heard the announcer coming the, the refs like not only that i've never heard seen him actually not go remeasure but i'm like dude, why would they but yeah, it's, it's the so team good. of destiny the, the referees have been so on our side it's so crazy yeah, really this whole happen. time and it's embarrassing you know the dancing and the stuff and you know whatever it's embarrassing so i'd have to calm that down i wouldn't do that you know uh, in front of an audience so you know i, I would you know, I'd keep it together somewhat. I'd obviously be, uh, but, but I was mostly, you know, I was cool just cause I had faith in that particular setup. I really did. And right. I had faith in this setup. I mean, look, it's an NFL game, right? I mean, I'm not going to go bet my life savings on it, even though I'm betting, you know, a decent chunk of money on this implicitly. I'm not going to go bet, you know, my existing life savings, uh, on it. You know, real man doubles down and just bets money line, uh, Denver. You don't bet the others. You, know, you hedge. No, no, yeah. I double, yeah. I double. <laughs> That's what a real man would do. Obviously. But I'm not going to do that. But at the same time, I feel like this is the right play. They're going to win. This is the team that is set up to win in this condition, and it's going to be the right pick. And then we have to, every week, find what that is. Now, I'm a little wary because we've mapped it out, and mapping it out is dangerous because things change. But nothing changed here. In fact, it changed to our favor. It, the Lions won. It's exactly what we wanted. Denver yeah, lost. Denver's healthy. There's no injuries coming out of the game that are serious. It, it, mapped, it mapped the way that we wanted so like when you're looking ahead there's danger and being like oh i already pre-planned this so i can't think of anything else and things have changed and you're ignoring new information new data and you're shutting down and we're trying not to do that we're considering everything and i really didn't want to go against the giants for personal reasons just like you know titans niners if we're on the titans and we'll see which team will we i don't even know which one we'd be on you know that's not fun to root against your own team and it's even really not fun if they beat you and take all your money i mean this is you know, yeah. this is a horrible situation. It would situation. take quite a few amount of injuries for us to allow us to be on the Titans. Well, I'm we'll see, what the, we'll see what the line is and we'll see what the situation is, you know. But I mean, right. I'm not, you know, and we're not governed by the line. The line is like a, a minor sanity check, but mm. we're not governed by it, right? We go, we, you know, the Eagles was not the biggest, you know, the Cowboys were the biggest. Well, I'm that. also like with, I'm, I'm more with you as far as even my against, the, like the numbers are priced in, like, you know, like how much you look into the stuff, the numbers are, they're priced in there. But, so I, that's, but I mean, we're, these are priced in, but we're even going against the market. We're, yeah, we're, we're like, yeah. we're taking the five and a half point Eagles instead of the seven and a half yeah. point Vikings. We're taking right. that to the eight Fair. point. 
Cardinals. We're taking the Dolphins or Saints instead of yeah. the Cowboys. Every week we're going against the line. Because you know, I, I agree with everything you said, and it, it fits the, exactly what we had planned anyway. But and I was totally open, and that's why I wanted you to be, well, so I, or maybe I mean, if you were, felt strongly one of the other two alternatives, which we clearly have alternatives. Uh, but you know, be aware well, you were of Denver their, this week, this whole time you were like Denver. Yeah, yeah, their vulnerabilities, the other two teams combined with their the difference in future possible value. Uh, yeah, and the fact that we were we liked the Denver setup so much too. I mean, the setup is what we've been relying on most, more than one team being two point favored more. Yeah, I mean, I really think that, that you know, there's probability and there's prophecy. I mean, there's projection and prediction. And I, I think people get really confused about that. Projection is, okay, if we flip this coin 100 times, it's going to be 50 on tails, roughly 54, 50, 46, whatever. It's going to be somewhere around 50. It's not going to be 20, 80. That's not possible. You know, you're talking about this, like, projected way of doing it, right? But when you have one coin flip, it's, you know, Rufus even said this on the show. A probabilist said this. He said, it's actually not random. If you actually, you just don't have information about the wrist flip and whether it was a head and tail and how hard he flipped it. But if you knew all that stuff, it wouldn't be random at all. I was like, of course, every effect has a cause. There's no randomness. It's just that when you don't know exactly the angle of the wrist flip and whether it was a head or tail when I let it go and how hard I flipped it um, and how much rotation I had on the coin, then it's as if it were random and we say it's 50-50. But actually, if you really knew all those physical dimensions of it, it's, it's be like almost 100-0, you know, 99-1 if you really knew. And so the, the football game is the same thing. It's like, well, it's not a coin flip because we can know things about it. We can understand setup and psychology and, and history of NFL and how teams play and, and all the stuff. It's not as good as physics, right? These are more speculative things, but you can have some insight into a game. And so, you know, the idea that like, oh, it's just 50-50 or it's just that the spread implies this is 70% uh, favorite. Like that's, that's not real. And even if, if the spread says it's 70%, and the thing lands on tails and it's the 30% that comes up, you better be on that 30%. You know, I don't give a shit what the projection was. We need to get the prediction right. Uh, probabilists who just, you know, do the Bayesian thing and they're just like, well, I'll just play a, a million different contests and eventually I'll come out ahead because I've got good process. It's not going to do shit. We've got 23 people, you know, it's all or nothing. It's no good to get down to the four people left and lose and say, well, look how far we got. If we just did this for 200 more years, so eventually we'll win one because we've got an edge. No, we just actually have to win it. It's, it's not about, you know, what, what the likelihood would have been had we done this or that. This is probability doesn't mean shit. It's just pre, it's prophecy. It's prediction. That's all we got to do. And we just got to keep doing it. Probability will get you killed. Probability mm -hmm. is like, you know, in Squid Game when the guy, you know, spoiler alert, when he's crossing the bridge, the math guy, and he's like two to the he's like, oh, I'm dead. And then he died. You know, I mean, he. The guy with, the, but the guy with the edge who had the glass, you know, who'd worked in the glass factory, that guy, that's, that's who we are. That's who we are. We work in the glass factory. We're not the guy doing the math in our head. So when we went, we went four and one in super contest. I, I should have, I didn't even include my Steelers best bet that I was so sure of, uh, but I, and I guess that I think Jeff was trying to tell you this on XM, but you misinterpreted what he was saying. Is that Ted Bell said that last week was the start of a, a final uh, bonus? So oh. four and one, that's good. So yeah, oh. yeah, they believe that's what Jeff was trying to tell you. Oh, on the oh XM nice. Show. Oh, for like yeah. a, a last five week bonus, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do that shit, dude. All right. Well, yeah. I'll tell you. You want to do? Let's go over these quickly. Also, we can do these quickly. It's obviously not the uh, the focus, but we're four games over five hundred. We're, we're not doing terrible this year. We're just a couple of clunkers kind of cost us. All right, I'm so, having a good year against spread, actually. You're having a good year, yeah. But Payne is ahead, man. Payne, I can't let like, what Payne, he's starting, all in yeah. one game. But you and Payne are way ahead of us. We, you, you would have to collapse for us to catch mm -hmm. you with this little time left because you only usually differ on like five or six games at most of the week, you know, than everybody else. So it's hard nah, to make up. Time. Yeah, there's time. Uh, you got it. You got this wrapped up. Don't <laughs> so uh, okay. this is such a small stakes thing. So uh, let's go over it. I actually, so the games I like the best, I, I, I just want to use the Bucks. I feel like that's just like, it shouldn't be three, it should be six. And then oh, I, yeah, I like use, the Bucks. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I, and I want to use the Panthers. I, I feel like the Panthers, not especially mm -hmm. if it's two and a half, they got the buy. The defense is good. I think they're going to smash the fight. Especially if it's two and a half. Yeah, yeah. That one I went back and forth on. But if you're strong, I could see their defense totally dominating that. It's just, yeah. it's just the cam factor. It could be so right. bad. But they just get decent. You know, Handed off. PJ Walker yeah. there. But the fact, and no CMC matters. But yeah, I, 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 and, you know, going against our, our buy theory. But yeah, I hear you. And then the Bucks, Bucks are an interesting one. Um, yeah, I feel like they should put up a bunch short, of points. Short week. The, the Bills had to deal with like a thousand running plays. Six days later, they got to go into Tampa. And that, and they can't run the ball in the box. So it's like all they know they're going to throw every 
play. Carlton Davis is back. I think the Bucks are going to roll. Yeah, and then, okay, I'll definitely make us use Texans for sure. Um, yeah, and then I don't know what I have to think about it. Maybe do an XM show. I didn't, I, I thought we were going to maybe go over them. So okay. I, none of them. Oh, I, I like the Broncos. I mean, I like our, I mean, I yeah. don't you know. Yeah, that's a little, under. No, no, a sure, little, sure. you know, bad. Oh, no, I, I laid double, the point double dip, double dip, you yeah. know, but like it's, uh, I'm all right with it. And then, and then if, if I had to choose a fifth, I don't really feel that strongly about the other ones, actually. Like, I, I actually really don't have uh, strong leans at all on the rest of them. Yeah, I would, the, I would do the Vikings on Thursday night if we wanted, but ooh, I kind of like that too. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, they're pretty depleted, but it just feels like it's time for them to win the oh, game. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, to know. No, no, I, I like that too. Okay, I'll look at the spreads and maybe uh, I, I think for the deadline on Thursday I have to check into that. But um, okay. I'd probably still be able to do the XM show and then turn it in right right away. So we'll uh, we'll look at that. Okay, okay cool. Hash that out. Good. Hey, I had a question for you, football, real quick. Um, I've been bugging Ted Bell because I want to bet on my Niners uh, future. Um, and I, and I'm like, Oh, silver lining. If they lose by some silly way, like, Oh, I don't know. Um, the first punt fake punt return for a touchdown since 2018, another fumble lost in a kick return. And it's the second game this year. They've outgained by more than two yards per play against Seattle and lost the game. It's just well, Seattle's always weird Seattle's season weird high and penalty yardage too, for the Niners team that's getting killed in penalties. It's all laughable. Um, but, um, anyway, that odds jumped to only like about 35. My, my point is this, I heard you on the M I believe it was on the pod with Emmett, uh, peppers. Um, he brought up something that is interesting. I know this is impossible to answer because you have to know the actual odds, but do the math for me a smarter person than me. And would I theoretically maybe be better off just betting, um, instead of say a thousand dollars at 40 to one, would I bet a thousand dollars on the Niners money line, every playoff game, four games and double that bet. Say I win the first bet, then double, then double, then double. Um, theoretically, if they're like the seventh seed, just think about that in your head real quick, please, please okay, for me. So, Mr. Who loves numbers. It sounded okay. like me that Emmett was like onto something there. Okay. So let's just say that they're playing, you know, round one and they're seven point dogs on the road. Right. right. So that would be like, you get like two to one on that, right. Roughly a little more than two to one, like two, two, let's just say two to one, regardless. Let's just yeah, okay. two to one, yeah. make it easier. Okay. okay. So it's two to yeah. one. So you got two to one and the next yeah. round they're, they're seven point again. No, they're like 10 point underdogs. I don't know. It depends. Cause you don't get that bye week. I know it totally. Right. So, okay. But let's just say they're seven. So now, you know, you got four to one. Okay. And so then in the championship game, they're like, how much money am I betting now? So I'm betting how much? Well, so, well, well no, yeah. but just, just keep okay. going. Right. So okay. it's four right. to one. And then the, uh, you're just rolling it over. I mean, just oh, rolling gotcha. over. Okay. okay. And then the, in the championship game there, let's just say two to one again, right? Cause they've won two games. They look good. So that's now eight to one. And in the super bowl, there's seven point dogs to the Patriots. It wouldn't be, maybe it's like one and a half to one. So you're like 12 to one. Okay. So you would get 12 to one on that. Right. Is that right? Okay. You just did it like that, that. So that's all I would get on that. Then you're saying if I doubled my bet each time, if I, if I, bet, no, I mean, you, know, you just rolled it over, right? So well, like, I'm saying, yeah, rolled it over. That's all it would end up getting. Okay. All right. Thank you. Then I guess that would not be as good. Well, no, you're right though. You're, you're double. No, no, no. Actually, you're right. Because you, that's right. Because you got, so you put a hundred bucks. Let's just do the math yeah, simply, bet, right? Yeah. You put a hundred bucks. bucks yeah, and now you, now you got, okay. So now you just won 200. So now you got 300 on it, right? For, you know, so now you're getting two to one again. So you got 600 mm -hmm. and then you're laying the 600 on it. So now you got 1200 and then you're getting one and a half to one on that in Super Bowl. So now you've got 1800. So I guess if you roll it in, it's 18 to one before, okay. I guess, I think, I think that sounds right. Okay. Um, I right. think about that a little off. Think about that a little. If you, I, if I you might know. need like a, a piece of paper okay. to like work. It All right. Out, okay. All right. Okay. I, I don't All think right. that's right that you would get more. Well, I don't know. Okay. What would they be 18 to one as a seven seed? What would yeah. they be? Well, yeah, if you bet it now, I was comparing if I bet now to 35. Oh, but now 41. the problem okay. is you, they could still lose a game. You, you have to do it when they must make the playoff, when they right, must right, have right, to make right, the playoffs right, because right, right. then you're going to lose all your money more, in yeah. week 17 and you're yeah. going to be like, wait, yeah. So. Yeah, no, I got you. Okay. All right. Interesting. They're, they're super interesting. I was uh, arguing with my wife. I'm like, dude, uh, maybe call me a homer, but the only team that I would bet my our children's lives on in a neutral field against the Niners are the Bucks. I think the Bucks are clearly better in there, but, but name another team in the NFL. That I, well, Green, I mean, Bay, Green, Bay smoked the, Green Bay smoked them. Like it wasn't even like... Green Bay smoked them. It required... I was going nuts about that. Mason Crosby can't make a fucking field goal all year yeah. long, and he makes a 53-yarder on the no, road no, no, but, but, in that game. That's oh, right. The Niners but, played C minus there. The, yeah, that yeah. Was C the, the Niners, game the Niners, there. the Niners was like going on third and ten, barely getting for like but it was, Green Bay was, but it was just the easily C going on the field. Game. Yeah. That was the Niners right. played like absolute did, okay. dog shit. I mean, but, it was okay, it was maybe, a close maybe, game. 
it was a close no, game, like by the score. But if you watch the game, you're like, Green Bay is just so much more efficient. Oh, the Niners like, played awful that game. Yeah, no, that was yeah. their C minus. They were absolutely horrible. The Niners were so bad in the right. beginning of the year. But and whatever. Then, maybe, maybe you can say, well, if Elijah Mitchell's MRI on his knee and now Debo's, maybe all the injuries will pile up. And, and maybe I'm crazy. And, and Garoppolo is obviously not that he's not a top 10 starter, uh, whatever, neutral, all right, neutral but context. But I'll tell you something I talked about with Peanut today on, on the show, and Jeff also, is that. Is that there's no star quarterbacks this year? It's not just that oh. there's no MVP front runner. It's like mm-hmm. no, it's not a quarterback league this year. Like if you're like, oh well, they won because their quarterback's so great. Oh really? Brady's been okay. He's been pretty good. Rodgers is the only guy who looks really good, and he's even, it's not even like his numbers aren't that great. But I think he looks like the guy. Mahomes hasn't been good. Lamar Jackson hasn't been good. Josh Allen hasn't been good. Uh, Kyler Murray's been pretty good. Uh, Wilson's been bad. I mean, it's not a quarterback league. Prescott's been okay. okay. It's not, it's yeah. like, so like Garoppolo is basically as good as most of these guys right now. Like it, it, even in fantasy, it's like, oh, Garoppolo or I'll use Stafford or I'll use uh, Dak Prescott. They're all the same. They're all the same. They're just a couple of dudes who throw 290 and three touchdowns one week, one, you know, two touchdowns and 220 another week. There's no like monster performances anymore. It's all very run of the mill. And, it, and it's not just fantasy. I think in reality, Garoppolo isn't like the weak link that he was because nobody's really playing that much better than he is. Like they're just, they're all just kind of okay. And I don't know why that is. And PL had no real answer for why that is, but it's a very weird year where superstar quarterbacks uh, who normally carry franchises aren't really the story of it this year. And the Niners are better on the road. I like that as far as a tournament, as far as a long shot type thing. They have the best left tackle of the past, like, deck. Trent Williams is the highest PFF grade they've, like, ever given how he's right. playing right now. Nick Bosa is the best DN in the sport. You know, he's getting by far the most double team. Like, the best. Right. Those are kind of important positions. Um, and um, Secondary is uh, bad, though. And, second, and the, fact that they, the fact that they – but I like pressure. Just, but you're right. There's second, a bunch of injuries, and they just lost Mosley, who's been playing re- really well. Um, but the, this, this losing with horrible special teams and penalties, uh, to me, their record just does not represent – how dangerous they are in a, in a tournament but uh, call me a homer you know through and through here too and they're going to probably lose they could easily this isn't a great setup against the Bengals this week either although maybe I took the Niners they, they might not make- even make the playoffs I mean you know I, I mean I'm saying all this and there's a real chance they don't make the playoffs but um but uh well, anyway we'll see I, I was curious and you're making me now want to bug, is- bug Ted Bell more to get in locked in at a higher higher odds now as opposed to my other theory so I'm glad we talked yeah, through that just get it get it locked in and and the thing is though like you know that Christmas day game like I hope AJ Brown and Julio aren't back 100% like the Titans are a dangerous no, no we're team. not taking the Titans that game I'm telling you that just we're not losing well, we're gonna, unless gonna the look. Niners are totally banged I mean I'll be open obviously if they're if they're banged up and it's a four yeah, point we'll see, we'll or see. Something, but, but it's just the Titans but, are not they're not I mean the Titans are they they went through the Bills the Chiefs the Rams no problem you know this is not this is not a team that easily lays down for the tough teams in the league so oh, is... tight. No, that's a total coin flip. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But the Niners are also better on the road. I mean, that's a, right. no, we'll I mean, see. That's, we'll see what no, the line is. Yeah. We'll see what the line is. You know, uh, it'll yeah. be I mean, really Mitchell, hard. Our guy, our guy, Mitchell, not, cannot stay healthy. Not only concussed, but now an MRI on his knee. Just I just, broke right I, just I mean, I can live. So I mean, I would suck if he was out this week for me, but if he's back for the playoffs, I just right. need him. I got him right. and Jonathan Taylor. I, got yeah, I need Madison one more start in my Rotowire thing that I was uh, that is live because one more start for Madison while Taylor has his buy here because I'm burning Montgomery's numbers on my bench anyway as yeah. is here. But yeah. so anyway, so I feel yeah. I feel you with uh, the one more start thing if you can just get one more. How's your how's your prime time like way live? Dude, I, I think I won the league. I'm 103 points ahead of second place. Right, but I mean, overall, I, aren't you? Oh, too? 19th. I'm 19th. Nice. I'm, I'm not going to catch the top guys because they're like 100 ahead of me. What do you mean? You can, oh, oh, I thought. Oh, no, no, was, no, no, no. I can, can win in the playoffs. No, still. I can. Oh, yeah, easily yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm saying I'm not going to get any regular season prize or whatever because I'm not going to catch them. But I'm, you know, and, and I've got my key guys on by like Taylor and a couple other guys. But it's fine. I, I just need like 60 points and I'll win the league. You know, that's seven grand right there. And then I'm totally live. I've got a great team. I've got Deontay Johnson and Mike Evans and Michael Pittman and Elijah Moore and Taylor and Elijah Mitchell and Herbert. I got a loaded. I got Gronk as my tight end. I'm, I'm just like, I, I picked up the, the Cardinals defense as my other defense with the Bucks. Nice. Like, I'm ready to win the whole goddamn thing. Nice. No, really. nice. You but, drop the uh, Elijah rookie and drop the mic. That's all you need. It's too bad that more they're both injured now. Ugh, they're yeah. both ballers. Well, such, I mean, again, I can handle it this week. You know, I'm subbing in another guy. I think I'm just dropping Calvin Ridley. I had him there as like hoping, you know, but I, we haven't heard anything about Calvin Ridley and I, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just need the spot for someone else 
So I, I feel Jonathan like- Taylor's up like 400 yards, by the way. He's just oh, my free good. roll for all my hedges I'm losing is basically what's yeah. happening. Because I are I you did, hedging the, Jets, me? the Jets? It's a, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I can't handle it. I can't, can't handle it. just a little. Even the Jets, I, I smarted up. I would have been beautiful had I cut, taken the points on the Bears. So I, I smarted up and took the points with the Jets. But our Eagles rolled. You know, they're too, no too Minshew. You see that? No, you see I, the footage of him with his dad after the game? So cool. No, Love it. Love that no, mustache. Minshew, yeah, yeah, I wish Minshew was favorite. starting uh, – this week instead of Teddy Bridgewater, yeah, too. Teddy Bridgewater, Shit, yeah. You know? hey, yeah, yeah. That's who yeah. the that's who oh. the uh, Broncos should have gone after in the offseason. I know they didn't they went after Bridgewater. Um, all right, well, that's good for football, right? You good on uh oh, yeah. good on football? Oh, I would say so. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, I don't have that much else. I mean, I do have a lot else, uh, but again, like I, I have to edit this tomorrow. It's been a hectic couple of weeks. Um Oh, this is like, consuming. Yeah, we'll have a yeah, we'll have plenty of time to BS. And, and I and I, well, I mean, I, I'm not BSing. I mean, I think there's like really, you know, stuff. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy I that you know. I, I can't believe it's gone this far. Like, there's so many people who know what's going on, and so many people who don't. And the weirdest. At thing least for that me, tracker's back on. Sorry to interrupt you. Let's go. Let you go. But at least the, the the Maxwell tracker's back on Twitter for a while. There, it looked like the new CEO was really cleaning house. But you know that is back up at least. Yeah, but anyway, I, sorry, I saw that. But but the Rittenhouse trial was like 24 seven in your face, everywhere, tons of misinformation about it. Nobody policing that at all. And then that's some no, nobody 17 year old, right? And now you have a, a, a trial of the accomplice to a international sex trafficker of minors with uh, some of those powerful politicians and business people in the world who are still making COVID policy, who are still in powerful places in government, uh, who still wield a ton of influence. And it's like, there's no cameras in the courtroom. They're shutting down accounts that they now restored. Oh, and it was prosecution was supposed to last three to four weeks and they were settling it or in like a week and a half. They're, they're not bringing, you know, they're redacting stuff apparently at the, at the trial and we're not getting, you know, all the information. This is like so sick that this trial, which is obviously like so much more newsworthy than some 17 year old kid in Wisconsin. I mean, come on, this is like, this is the big, this is, you know, this isn't like whether some nobody did something wrong or not. This is like, an international cabal of sex trafficking. This is, you know, involving prominent people who are still extremely powerful. And well, obviously that's why we're not finding out, but I mean, come on, this is, this is it. And people are like, Oh, you know, news media, all they care about is clicks. That's why the bullshit, this is the biggest story ever. This would get more clicks than anything they ever have done about anything, any of their bullshit. This would get way more clicks. The media is not about clicks exclusively. This proves it. What they're about is control and narrative control. And so it shows you that the media likes to make money off of clicks and attention as a sideshow, but there's something way bigger at stake when something like this happens and they're not going for the clicks, which would be massive. This should be the front page. Every, this should be live stream. This should be, this is, this is the indictment of like the entire political class. And um, it's just incredible that, that this is not the, the main thing. And, and, the, and they're trying to shut down conversation about this and that, you know, sort of like, oh, you're into that stuff. That's conspiracy stuff. Are you kidding me? This is proven. This is stuff that was reported on uh, rigorously by the Miami Herald that got Epstein rearrested when he ended up, you know, hanging himself with all those coincidences that the guards left and the cameras malfunctioned when he hanged himself. I mean, this is such a huge thing, especially in light of the fact that he's dead now. And this is the last person that really has all the goods. It is just, I mean, there's no words. I, I'm, I'm underselling how crazy it is, how important this trial is and how ridiculously undercovered it is by all of these, you know, supposed papers of record and media things that are supposed to be bringing you important news that about the world. I mean, it's just, if, if you don't know by now, it's like tweet all this time. If you don't know by now, you just don't fucking want to know. I mean, if you're still saying to me, where's the evidence of all this? There's a guy who, who responds to my tweets and he's like, where's the evidence? Dude, if you don't know by now, you're just, you just have, you've been hypnotized. You're just like, walking through life, not seeing stuff right in front of your face. Yeah, no, it is crazy. And the lack of coverage is crazy. And I'm not sure how that's going to wrap. How, how is that going to end even? But it, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's wild. Did, and, did you see ahead. that Jordan, Jordan Peterson clip on Joe Rogan that I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not going to do it justice, no. but you know, Joe Rogan basically says like, how, how is this even happening? Like all these mandates for a vaccine that doesn't even stop the spread. How, how is it? How are people going along with this? Like it, it just makes no sense. And you got to take your third or fourth booster already. I mean, this is just, this is insane. And they want to make people do this. They want to start making kids do this. And Joe Rogan's like, how is this happening? And Jordan Peterson, he says, well, the way, the way they do it to you 
is they encroach on you one millimeter. And as soon as you protest, they wait. So you calm down and they encroach a little bit more and then you protest and they wait and they encroach a little bit more. You should see the video because he explains it really well. And he's like, each time you're just moving back just a little bit and they wait and they push a little more and then you accept thing, a little bit, something you shouldn't have accepted and you accept a little more, something you shouldn't have accepted. And pretty soon, you know, you've basically given away everything. And he said, there's a book, I think the guy was Robert Browning. It's a book about, you know, Nazi Germany and how it kind of happened exactly like this. It was just little encroachments that people are like, ah, that's not so bad. I guess, you know, that's, I don't agree with that, but we can live with this. It was, we can live with this. It's not so big a deal. This one thing, oh, if I have to wear a mask, oh, if I have to, you know, lock down, if I have to do what I'm told, if I have to, you know, quarantine, if I have to listen to this rule. And it was just little by little. And then, you know, at a certain point, like all the liberties were gone and, and, you know, and then uh, the atrocities started happening. And I'm not saying where this is going to go, but the process is exactly the same. And you should really look at that clip because it's, he, he just does a really good job of explaining just the, the way it happens. And I just don't see how people don't see it. I mean, two years ago, if people are like, well, yeah, you can go out to your friend's house. Well, if, if you're allowed to, but you got to wait to see what like the, uh, the, the authorities say, whether you can go to your friend, you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, we live in the U S like, what is What are you even talking about? I can go to a restaurant. I'm not sick. I'm fine. No, no. It doesn't matter if you're actually sick. You have to prove that your bloodstream is in a certain condition that you'd be less likely to get sick. Right. Well, it's not even less likely at this point, but you know, ostensibly less, you know, that you, it's like, what? I, I just go into a restaurant, dude. What, what are you even talking about? That's conspiracy shit. But yet here we are. And to, to, for people to be like, no, we're just showing the QR code to get in the restaurant because of the health. Because of health, you know, like I don't see anything wrong. It's just they're just protecting the public health. It, it's just, it's just, I, I don't know, I don't know what else to say to these people. Like, if that this is just to them somehow normal, I just watched the Peterson clip on Rogan. He just explains exactly how it happens. Yeah, no, watch the clip. I did watch it. Um, then one other final thing I wanted to bring up is just that you reminded me with the media stuff is that a lot of the reports about Craig Wright. Uh, the creator, they're calling him a lot of headlines, calling him Satoshi, creator of Bitcoin, winning a case that somehow winning a case in which he lost a hundred million dollars. But um, mm. so just really reputable, uh, really headlines out there throughout. Just just repeating stuff like that has been pretty comical too. But uh, I hear you on all the other stuff. Yeah, it's a uh, wild times out there. Anyway, anything else you got, man? Uh, I finally I finished White Lotus. I finished White oh, Lotus. Nice, nice. And Did I, you like I, it? It was great. It was great. The the end was a little like a couple things didn't add up. Like. This isn't really giving it away, but there's no way they would let that kid just stay. There's just no way. I agree. The final, yeah, the very, very end, I was kind of like, eh, it's just, yeah, yeah, I totally, yeah. It's like, yeah. there's just no way. They would stop the plane and be like, where the hell is it? There's just no yeah. way, uh, yeah. that family. But I thought it was great. I really liked it. Um, so I know these are very silly things, but if someone were to do their end of year rankings, uh, who would you, what did you like more, Squid Game or, or White Lotus? I mean, they're so different. I know, know, I know, I know, but I, I, I mean, know. Totally. I mean, I, you know, it's like, it's so di different genres, but... I, I think White Lotus was so tight. Like it was so yeah. well done, you know, like yeah. it was just, the characters were so good. It was, everything was good. The way the, yeah. the resort was cool. It was just, everything yeah. was cool. About oh it. yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the score. I love the score. The, the score was yeah. great. The dialogue, everything was good. So, but I, I would have to give it to Squid Game because it's just more, uh, it's just bigger, you know, it's just yeah. a bigger story. So I go one Squid Game, two White Lotus, but really, okay. I mean, I'm, you've seen like a million more things. Yeah. Than no, I those are my favorite of the year. Those two. Oh, okay. I'm glad you agree. You yeah. agree those are both. great. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, mm -hmm. only, the only thing I was going to bring up is because I heard you uh, a couple weeks ago, I think on XM say, and I happened to watch it too, maybe because Heather was watching it, but you watched Val. So I want, I want you to give a review of the one things I, I know, the, the documentary of Kilmer. It was, it was just all right. Right. It was bad. I, I, Heather, we watched it when we were, uh, when we had COVID, I think maybe, yeah. uh, I don't know when, maybe it was then. we watched it. Yeah. We were stuck somewhere and it was terrible. It was, it was like, it was like trying to make it seem like he was this genius, brilliant actor and like, yeah, he's all right. He's fine. He's a good actor, I guess. But like, it was like a PR piece to him. It was like his PR reps like made a movie. He had cool him. footage, you know, from like Top Gun days or whatever. And there were just funny things about his bat suit. The best, I just thought the only best part was that Marlon Brando was so wasted that half that, half that movie, Island of, uh, I always say Foster Moreau in my head now yeah. too, but Dr. Moreau, he was at the white makeup. It wasn't even Brando. He was in such bad shape for half that filming. That was funny. But anyway, yeah. I, just, I just thought it was funny because I never hear lists watch any movies whatsoever. And I happened to watch that one. So I just wanted to. Yeah, uh, I happened to catch that. Heather, what's Heather yeah. who watches that. Yeah. She watches a lot more TV than me. Yeah, that was that was shit. I, I really that was a waste. Of, like most of the stuff that I watch, usually with Heather, it's a waste of my time. Like it's 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 time ill spent. Um, but White Lotus and Squid White Game Lotus. was time yeah. well spent. 
Yeah, and, no, you know, people don't get the Mike White joke. That's the writer of White Lotus, directed yeah. most of them too. And he's uh, he's good and it's it's great. I highly recommend White Lotus. Yeah, very, super funny. I'm, yeah, I'm, we yeah. met Mike White in uh, like a picnic in LA. Oh, nice, uh, nice. I mean, he would not remember us, but it was like a friend of a friend of ours. Um, and we're like, oh, that dude. I Because I recognize him from, because he's in uh, Enlightened, that show that he right, did like right, 10 right. years ago. I haven't ago. watched one yet. So I recognized him. I was like, oh yeah. shit, that's that guy. But that yeah. guy's smart. And uh the the uh the hotel like host like that guy he was the best character I oh yeah for sure oh yeah I love yeah. that guy oh, yeah. that guy yeah, is so Armand funny. I even remember his name I don't remember anyone's Armand. name wasn't it Armand, Armand? Yeah. I don't know I don't that guy any yeah I must really like him if I can that remember guy, his name that I guy I mean the things he did he did yeah. many things yeah. he did many unconventional things that you don't see even an actor do in a show he was busted doing many many things yeah. And, uh, but good for him. I was rooting for that guy and uh, I won't give yeah. anything away, but yeah. yeah. Mike White was also in Survivor. It's funny because I was actually gonna bring that up because I know you, uh, you are aware there's a, there's a uh, reality show called Survivor, right? Well, at, I mean, a long he, time ago, it's still yeah, around. Okay, that's still going on. He has actually on that. I think he went pretty far. Anyway, um, this last week's episode at the end, uh, they had a Monty Hall pro problem. Do you know that? Do you know the Monty Hall Somebody problem? Somebody tweeted me. I, I know the Monty Hall problem. It's fascinating to tell people about it. People just can't wrap their brains around it. Uh, anyway, this guy did not change the box and he won. Uh, and I was going nuts. I was flipping out saying, he's costing himself actively. You know, it's 66% if you switch. Prophecy. Every time screaming. Prophecy. Yeah. Here's yeah. the way to explain. Oh, but anyway, this is perfect it. to you, Liz. I'll be the floor, but this is the most perfect. Is that process or results? Did he do the right move or not? Yeah, he did the right move. He won. Of course he did. Of course he did. Right? Okay. So okay. Yeah, he, you, you could say you wouldn't bet on him next time to make the right move, but he made the right move. If you define him as making not the right move, then you're so, you know, as I said, you've substituted something that doesn't exist for something that does exist. You've gone crazy. And that's what these guys do. But the way to explain it to somebody where they will 100% understand why you need to trade. And, the, and just the money hall problem is there's one of three choices. I pick one. Okay, the host uh, has the other two, and he says, "You pick right. door number one." And the host I said, picked, you can I, pick, "I picked yeah. door number one." And there's a prize behind one of the three doors, and the host then opens up door number two to show that it's empty, and he says, "Okay, you want to trade one for three? And and you're like, "No, I've picked mine. It's fifty fifty. Why don't I take mine?" But but of course that's not right. What's right is that it's two thirds, one third, and of course he's not going to open the one with the prize, and so it's he still two thirds, one third. Like, he helped he, you by picking. He doubled the one. your chances, yeah, right. but. People don't agree. They'll argue it's 50-50. No, it's just, it could be either one. Here's how you explain it. There's a million doors, okay? And you pick one. You have a one in a million chance. And the host says, okay, there's your door, one in a million. I'm going to open up 999,998 empty doors, okay? And then I'm going to leave one door. Are you going to trade your door for the one that he didn't open? I think at that point, it's over. The, the conversation's over because... You think you've got one in a million versus this one? Do you wow, think that's just, a great way of explaining do, it. Do you think I, you just randomly, yeah. randomly opened 998,998 uh, doors uh, and didn't accidentally open up the one that was behind? No, he knows which ones are empty. He's never going to open up the one with the prize. He's only going to open up the empties. So it's either you got one in a million or this is it, which you're going to do. And so then you know, and it's the same mechanism for three. It's just obvious when yeah. it's a million. I'm so, so glad I brought this up because I've been looking for ways to properly explain it to people and I've struggled explaining it. Like I get yeah. it, but thank you. That's a million doors. Can't, yeah. Can't, yeah. No yeah. way they can, they can right. fail to notice that. So, all right, cool, man. On uh, that note. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll talk XM more tomorrow. Team of destiny. Yeah, we'll we'll, this. We'll team of destiny. Yeah, we'll all right. Yeah. Let's all right, go. Uh, yeah. Let's go. All right, man. All right. Later, Liz. Right. Later, man. Take care.